a loser. Nicole doesn't want to date him. <laughs> Sick burn! Oh my god, you two can roast both of us. Uh, Anytime, d- really. But if you want to get up close and personal, my god, please join our Patreon at patreon.com slash twofilthynerds where you can come into the live recordings of our podcast. We stream them on YouTube, you sit at home, and you just gently talk shit to us. And I don't know why I said gently. You can aggressively talk yeah, shit Yeah, that us. came in hot. That was good. Ten points to Hufflepuff for Eric Hankey. Oh, yeah. Eric Hankey's a Hufflepuff. Those are the only AKA points. also a bitch like Ron. She doesn't mean it. She's just sad. You, She's just hurt. She's Live lashing from out. the ruins of the Ravenclaw Towers. Tis true. Tis true. Yeah. After it got blown off the fucking map by the Death Eaters. Listen, you guys. This is our fucking final Book Was Better episode. We are doing both Deathly Hallows movies because, duh. Part unos and the dos. We're just going to talk about the differences, what we liked, what we didn't like. So I found a few different websites discussing the differences. And one of the first ones uh, that I read about, I was actually very bummed about this one because I thought it would have been a really fun moment to see, which is Harry's farewell to the Dursleys where... um, What's his face? It has his apology. Oh, he has his like moment. Yeah, you know, I I heard that that you can see a deleted scene mm-hmm. of it. Um, but in the version we watched, they didn't do this big thank you handshake, Harry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In the in the in the book, it was this very kind of cool moment of yeah. like Dudley realizing how big of a deal Harry really had been and what a difference he'd made, and just sort of being grateful for that. And I would have liked to see that. Yeah, I would have liked to have seen that um, uh, just because I kind of like read that scene in the book and it was one of the more moving scenes in all of the all of the books. Oh, where yeah. It was like it was just so deeply memorable. It it It's one of those stories that it was one of the storylines that needed a bow on it. Yeah, we'll have to go look up the deleted scene because someone uh, our friend Greg in the chat just just reiterated it confirmed that there you can find the deleted scene so we will find that it's a bum it's a bummer they cut that out it's just like at this point first of all i will say this compared to every other movie we saw i felt these did a good job of keeping in as much as possible of the book because they put it into because they made it two movies but it's like i'm sorry it's already two and a half hours at this point you're seven films into the franchise People would watch a three-hour movie. Like, they yeah. will watch it. Absolutely. Why Why cut any corners? Like, That's crazy to me that they wouldn't just pack it with as much as they could. Because, as you said, everyone will watch it. There isn't one person who isn't like, oh, no, that wasn't, that was too much. I mean, these are the, now I'm remembering, these are the movies. Actually, I think it was the second movie that came out. Because it must have come out. The second Deathly Hallows must have came in out out in what two thousand ten, maybe two thousand eleven. Um, 
I remember being, I've said this before, but it was the film where I was in the theater with this girl who I just became friends with. Oh, you told me the story. And immediately something happens in the second one that's different than the book. And she out loud goes, hey, (laughs) like everyone had the thought of, you know, we all were like, it's not like that. But she was like, hey, and I was like, oh, so funny. Oh, that's this who this person is. Yeah. So that's good to know. Uh, but oh, 2012, someone said that they think, uh, yeah, I, I would have liked to, I mean, it's good that you can even see it, but it sucks that they cut it out. Yeah. It does suck. They sucks that they cut that out. And another thing that sucked that they cut out was, um, the Regulus black, um, creature storyline. Oh yeah. They like didn't expand it. Like they do, they see the room, they go R-A-B, Regulus black, but in the book, Creature had that whole fucking emotional journey of yeah. being sent with him. He was supposed to be left to die yeah. on that island after he drank all the poison and mm-hmm. then he snapped out. And that's when Regulus had. That's what made Regulus stop being a Death Eater and, like, yeah. you know, attempt to start killing off the Horcruxes, I guess. Yeah. I was say killing Voldemort, but like slowly killing his Horcruxes. That's, I feel like, so important. Because yeah. now you think about it and it's like. Really, you're watching the movies, and okay, I get that they really had the luxury to go, anyone who's watching the movies has probably seen the books, yeah. so they it's implied, but if you're just watching the movies, you really don't find out that Regulus, because it's like, he you was a dark wizard, yeah. but then he like took the, he obviously tra- changed over because he started yeah. trying to get rid of these Horcruxes, but you don't get like a justification. Yeah, you why. get no justification, and I also, it bums me out because without that Without that storyline, there's no impetus for Creature to become a good guy. Yeah, there's no reason for him to, like, start helping them. Uh Uh-huh. And there's no... And then with that storyline gone, then you didn't get the moment at the end where Creature is leading the Oh, at the end in Hogwarts when they... And they're they're storming the fucking castle. You know, the the elves, the house elves don't show up. Uh, Yeah, I would have loved to see also just a horde of house elves yeah. coming out after the also a horde of all the magical creatures like we didn't see any of the magical creatures oh you don't see any of the centaurs the you don't even see the one centaur for Renz who gets injured yeah and also like i'm skipping ahead to the second one but i guess we're not really breaking up the movies because it's all one episode am i crazy because in the book i really felt like there was a handful of death eaters 30 max oh oh i read this this is one of the things i read there were there were only a handful of Death Eaters. The rest of the army was the Inferi. Oh, those were dead. But but they basically one they of the articles that I read is that in to if they were to explain what Inferi is in the movies, uh, it would have they thought it was one too dark of a storyline, too weird. But also <laughs> the it, actual storyline is just too dark of a storyline. Yeah. Um. But. In the prior movie, did had they mentioned it? They only showed him being pulled under. Oh, that one time. But they didn't, but they really, didn't have. They, they didn't, didn't talk about it. What it was? They didn't explain what inferior. Oh, is. like that where Snape makes yeah. fun of him for being like, oh, they're they're see through or whatever. Yeah. Fucking. So it's the sort of thing where there was there was just too much backstory for it. So instead, they just had this army of people, and you never really know who. Yeah, because in the movie, in the movie, you see this like army of what I assumed were death theaters. And it's like, Oh, why is this fucking like the Trojan war? And it it felt like the army of Sparta 
technically it should have actually been the, the army, army of, of the, the dead. dead. Yeah. Which it's so funny because I didn't notice any of them not being wizards, but yeah. like, I guess it was just supposed to be implied that fucking makes more sense when you say that, but that sucks. Yeah. That was a bummer. Um, then also, uh, oh, Remus and Tonks, like they, Harry never got to be a godfather. Yeah. The, they the don't really have the reveal of we're having a baby. You don't have that scene where, uh, the, where he gets in the fight, Remus and, and Harry like butt heads about, oh, you're yeah. just going to run off and leave your son. And also you don't have the, there's a scene where they're like cheersing to it yeah. in the book where, oh my God, Tongs had the baby. He's doing fine. You don't get any of that. No. You hardly, by the way, get a mention that they're even having a kid. There's one part at the beginning where it looks like they're about to reveal it, but they yeah. get cut off. That was weird. I was like, oh, that, that wasn't enough. That was whatever that was, that little blip. Yeah, and then they like need that. no mention of like him being a godfather, what's gonna happen to Teddy? And also, does anyone know what happened to Teddy in the the books? There's like a mention of, oh, we see him all the time, he comes over. Yeah. Or something, but it's like, okay, but I guess he was maybe being raised by Tonks's mom. I don't Yeah, that was completely unclear. Um, another thing that both Jess and I had an issue with. Oh um so there's a scene where Harry and Hermione dance together in the tent. After Ron has left, after he's had this like weird, he saw them talking in the woods because they were like, you know, staking out someone's, you know, they're all taking turns keeping a lookout. He has created this idea that like, oh, I think they have a thing for each other. But in the movie, they made it seem like there was some sort of like sexual so tension. Actual, and th- it, they did it multiple times. Yeah. Like, it wasn't like just this scene. They kept this thread of sexual tension going that was so unnecessary. Yeah, and it's also like in the books, it's very clear that Hermione is just friends with Harry. She and Ron have this thing that ends up being, you know, them coming together. But like making it look like Hermione's just like, oh, should I? Shouldn't I? It's so hard. I really am in love with both of them. And that's kind of like a fuck you to Hermione, yeah. I feel like. like. It's just making her seem like this simple-minded, like, female character who's like mm, i can't decide or i have both like, of these men in my life what am i to do i'm a damsel in distress yeah or like validating like the fears that the character of ron has about like oh why would you want to be with me and like it's almost painting like well i mean harry potter is harry potter he's gonna be like a really big deal like maybe I'm just, you know it's like and then in the in the movie they have when he sees them when he's trying to kill the horcrux Oh my God, when he's trying to kill the Horcrux. Okay. And then her- Horcrux, Hermione, and Harry come out and just start fucking snogging. They're, they're topless, I think. Oh, and like naked, arms naked around each other. In the book, I just imagine them both there, like these, you know, figure just versions stand, of insane shit. Each other, insane shit. Not, Not like naked and embracing each yeah, other. It looks like a really bad tattoo. Oh, like just so awful. Somebody like, probably has that. Somebody tattoo. probably has that tattoo. This franchise is so big that a thousand percent somebody is like a Hermione stan and they just love yeah. that relationship. It's and it is it is insufferable it how repulsive. sexual they made it. It was it was so it was one of those things where I'm like, JK, did you see this? Well, it's like, yeah, she was part of she was like helping out on set and approving things. But it's just like that someone was like, you know what? You know what we need? Sex. We need it to be sexier. Sex, sex sells. Up. And sex nobody sells, was yeah. like, this is, these are kids. 
Yeah. Like nobody's like, maybe yeah. let's not they might only sex be it up. 17, some of them are turning 18, but like we don't need them to be sexy, a thousand percent babies. A thousand percent. There was some producer who was like, that's why it's hot. Cause they're like 17. 18. They're like about to turn. Like 18. some fucking creepy dude was like, how can we weasel in sexing up Emma Watson? Listen, we can't groom women in person anymore. Let's some guy who had been thinking about it since like movie three or four was like, this is the time. He's just Ugh. been tugging it out since the beginning. Um, another another little difference it didn't bother me one way or the other is Harry discovering the message on the snitch um, that says I open at the close. What do you mean? Um, that happens. He, the- he discovers it, but in the book he discovers it um, uh, way later. Oh, I thought... I thought the timeline was a little different. No, I thought he got the message right away, but then it didn't open right away. No. Anywho... He That's puts it up to his there. mouth. I open it the clothes, but then they can't figure out what that means. Yeah. And he tries to like do everything to open it. And then yeah. it opens. I thought they were pretty much similar. Um, Here's one that fucking irked me was that Peter Pettigrew. Oh, in the movie yeah. Helps Harry. And that's and then he, you know, you, his hand that was part Voldemort strangles in the him book, to death. in, the, in book, the book. He hesitates. Yeah. He just hesitates for a second as a way to like. I don't even know if it's to help Harry, but having the, the thought of helping him and the, the hand that Voldemort gave him turns on him in the movie. They just fucking like knock him out. Yeah. <laughs> like they just like he's gone <laughs> like badonk. And and that was the end of him. It was a very anticlimactic. For as, I would have liked to see him strangle had, himself yes, for as much as we had him as part of the storyline of the downfall of of Harry's parents, Harry's parents. There should have been a little more justice with that ending. Oh, absolutely. Um, another difference is, you know, there was uh Harry releases the one Harry releases the dragon and Gringotts in the book, but in the films it's Hermione. I could care less either. Well, it's Hermione it's her the idea is different. Yeah. So in the in the books it's Harry and yeah. then Hermione and this one's like, I've got an idea and it's crazy and it's like realistically like Hermione wouldn't have that idea. Yeah. That's not Hermione comes up with logical, yeah, like structured plans. She's not going to be the one that comes up with here's a crazy idea. So I felt like they yeah. I sort of feel like they really wanted to like I, and I don't know who was responsible for that. Somebody in our live stream when we were watching the movies said that JK Rowling, you know, kind of saw herself more in Hermione, so like buffed up her character more. But like it seemed like they really gave Hermione a lot of extra screen times yeah. and extra like credit for things in the movie that she I didn't think necessarily ultimately do they realized Hermione was a stronger actor perhaps than Ron. I mean, Ron really wasn't. I think Ron's a great actor. Sure. I don't think you could viscerally hate Ron the way you hate Ron if he wasn't a good actor. I think he's great at being like this fucking dumb and idiot that you hate. Plot. Yeah. Because I don't think he's that. Anyway, I think he's just fine. But I think he's really good at being, like, dumb and confused yeah, and, like, always wrong. Ugh. Anywho. Uh, per- I'm not a Ron fan, nor will I ever be. I know. That's fine. I'm okay. sure Ron's not a fan of yours either. Um, also, this is something that pissed me off because in the last book uh, before this, the, um, uh, the Half-Blood Prince, we didn't get... Uh, Tom Riddle's backstory. We didn't get the backstory of Voldemort. And then this one, we didn't get the backstory of Dumbledore. We oh, with Grindelwald. Yeah. And how, like, that story with Ariana dying, is it even clear that, like, she died, like, how she died in this book? It, I mean, the movie? In the movie, it's just like, she's dead for some reason. Yeah, that's all you need dead, to know. That's it. Like, 
No explanation. Yeah, and in the book, they did such a great detailed job of painting this friendship of Dumbledore and Grindelwald and it turning sour and him not ever really knowing who was the one who threw the curse that killed his sister and having that, like, hanging over his head for his Mm -hmm. entire life. And this, it's like... Grindelwald was just a side character that like he was just a person in the story. It wasn't. Yeah, he stole the wand from. He's the Gr- guy, he had he had the Grigorovich. wand, and then somebody took it from him, and that was like pretty much it. Yeah. And some the somebody is obviously Dumbledore because they had this this famous duel, but like that's barely touched on. Mm-hmm. I don't even think they mention it. I think it's just implied in the movie where Gr- they show Grindelwald being like, "Well, I don't have it. He has it," and it's like, "Well, nobody talks about." It. It's like, "Yeah, we had a huge duel, and I lost, so we kept the wand." Yeah. Like, also, we don't talk enough about how Dumbledore defeated someone who had the Elder Wand in a duel. Oh, that's, like, that's huge. huge. They didn't even make a big deal about that in the book. No, and it's like, he won a duel with someone who had an unbeatable wand. That's how fucking amazing Dumbledore yeah, Dumbledore, is. what a guy. Uh, also, you don't, like, really see Percy, the Percy story, in in the movie. Yeah, at where- all. That was such a big part in the book. Percy coming back. I cried. That, yeah. Percy coming back was so fucking big for me in the book. And then nothing. Not up. By the way, didn't even realize that that never happened until the end. I think you pointed it out. And I was like, oh, yeah, they didn't have that. And then I felt robbed of such a. Because for me, the this book was full of so many just deeply emotional uh relationships kind of coming together they really cut out a lot of the luckily we got Dobby dying which was I mean if they wouldn't have put that in I would have I don't know what I would have done I would have written a strongly worded letter to someone well they in previous movies had like pretty much cut cut Dobby out a lot of other movies his little scenes and Dobby was such a crucial important part of Harry Potter's entire journey from start to finish yeah he was He's Dobby, and it was hard to watch him die. I also like that they added the lines that he says. I think, like, I think when they come back in the book, Dobby's just dead. Yeah, but in the movie, I like that they added him saying, "Dobby is happy. He's with his friends." Yeah. Oh fuck! Harry Don't. Potter. I just felt. I just felt tears that coming. Dobby is happy to be with his friend Harry Potter. Oh. That was hard. That was a fuck. That was a lot. Yeah. Uh, uh, we're going to take a break. Quick break. You we got to cry it out. And we're going to come right back. All right. We're back after having sobbed out about Dobby. Uh, okay. So also, uh, George's uh Fred's death Fred's death is like an afterthought like it's not big in the movie it is not nearly as pivotal as it felt in the book in the book yeah in in the movie you just see there's everyone in the great hall that's dead and injured is in there and you see the Weasleys like doubled over Mm -hmm. him and crying but like in the book you get this moment he has a moment with Percy Mm -hmm. which we fucking didn't get nope has a laugh Mm -hmm. And then dies with a smile on his face. And I thought that was, I thought, I thought that was such an amazing moment for like emotions that they could have had. Yeah. And such an epic character defining way to die when Mm -hmm. he was like the jokester guy. And the last thing he gets is like, he's just reunited with his brother. His brother tells a good joke. He's like, that's such a good one. Mm -hmm. And then fucking 
death. Death. Fucking death. hot, smelly death. And also, who was the guy, the g- crab or goyle? One of them wasn't there, and it was yeah, just like a young black guy. They were like, you know what? We need diversity, finally. There's only three black people in this whole film. That's So let's put this one in here and see if he survives a fire. Like, that's literally what it felt like. Did, Luckily, did, he survived the fire. Did they all three get out in the movie? or no, did The crab, crab or whichever, still, you know. Whoever started the fire, he still didn't get out. Yeah, like, it's not, like, pivotal to the plot, but it's, like, yeah, why didn't you just have Goyle be black the whole time then, you fucking losers? Well, because like, the diversity wasn't important when they first started. And then by the end, they were like, we should have diversity. People blog now. Yeah. We should do the right now, thing because people can now, be Now we should have diversity. We, it's not that we've changed who we are and care. It's that people are watching. Yeah. And, and also, that's America is now diverse. America wasn't diverse before this. This is now, England. Oh, whatever. Which, as we know... Also not diverse. They're all redheads and pale. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, oh, wait. Is that Scotland? Ireland? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Same same difference. Uh, Goyle's actor went to jail, somebody just said. One, a crab or Goyle's actor went to jail in real life in the... <laughs> Someone on our Patreon just said that one of the actors... They changed who was there. So, because I remember that that kid, I forget his name. There was a Slytherin who shows up a couple movies back, who's not Crabber Goyle, but he. We were like, who's that? And it was a character with a name, but I can't remember who. Oh, Blaze. That's right. He was on the Quidditch team. That's so funny. Um, I wish they would have. I wish they would have had the courtesy to like say, "Oh, Crab and Blaze" or whatever, just to like reinforce that. But yeah. that's so funny. That one of them went to jail. Does anyone know what yeah, they went to jail? Somebody in the chat find out it's what he went to jail. Just for? so funny thinking that they're playing these like kind of criminal bad guy bullies, and, the and guy... then one of them is actually a bad guy. Also, you're also just because you go to jail doesn't mean you're a bad guy. Yeah, but also <laughs> you're obviously he's not a main character, but he was in this huge movie franchise. Yeah, with speaking parts, like. He's was probably doing okay. Yeah, I he think. wasn't doing too bad, I'm sure. Why are you what are you what crime are you doing? Yeah. What if he just got fucking shit canned and was like in the drunk tank that night and couldn't make it to filming and they were like, All right, uh that guy. And he's like, You don't understand. I'm crab. Like and you like, don't need you don't need to do no lines. We don't for you. care that you have crabs. You stay stay in your cell mm-hmm. and he, they couldn't get him out. Mm-hmm. I think it was drugs or booze. Somebody said in For the chat. Sure. Fuck yeah. you guys. I mean, fucking England, get your shit together. If you've England, got otherwise known as America, um, uh, according to me, because I'm an idiot. Uh, the, the Ron and Hermione's first kiss. Uh, in the book, it was their first kiss after they destroyed the Horcrux. Oh yeah, they kiss in front of Harry right after. Yeah, and, and then, I don't. And know Harry the- was just like, really, guys, now. And it is now and never or whatever. Yeah. Uh, there was that. I could. That was an inconsequential detail. Who cares? Also in Gringotts, when they um, make their way in. Oh, the the jewels in the uh, in the safe didn't. Yeah. Burn in the them. safe, they didn't burn them. They did multiply. But in the book, it was like they were piping hot, like burning their skin alive. Mm-hmm. And then. Did. um, I'm trying to think. Did they keep the cup still in the movie? Like, what he gets the cup. They stab it and they're done. No, because 
uh, what's his name keeps the sword? What is his name? Fucking oh, the sword, the sword, the goblin. The sword disappears out of his hand. The goblin dies in the movie. In the book, oh. it wasn't clear if he died or not. No, he in the in the book, he just like ran off with the sword. We didn't hear anything, but in the movie, you see him die. You see him die at when? Wait, when, no, you don't see him die. Yes, you you don't see him die, but you see his body dead because he's his body's lying dead, and then the sword when? disappears out of his hand. Once Voldemort comes to Gringotts. Oh, that's right, that's right. So in the in the book, they implied that you know Voldemort was mad and he fucking wreaked havoc or whatever you know but, but you, here there was, grip hook excuse yeah. me thank you grip chat hook, yeah. for reminding me um he yeah you see him dead and the sword just like disappears but also like fucking what a dumb like classic villain whoopsie daisy to not notice the sword of gryffindor i'm sure it would have disappeared from voldemort anyway but mm-hmm. like you're sitting there collecting like house emblems. Like, why yeah. wouldn't you? I don't know. But that was interesting. And also, not that it matters, but the dragon looked different than I was picturing. Uh, totally. The dragon was albino. Which is funny because I'm like, I saw the movie. I just forgot. And yeah. I was picturing like a green or a black dragon. Um, We also didn't see uh Voldemort going around to find all the hor- that the Horcruxes were all gone. That's true. Like, we don't see him like going into this cave and like going... To the house. Did they even like really touch on the house of Gaunt at all in the movies? It was like he had a mm. ring that burned off his hand, but no, like. No, we, I don't think we did. Yeah. And when they're in the house, the Shrieking Shack, mm-hmm. when Snape dies, are but they. That wasn't the Shrieking Shack. When yeah, the where movie, were it wasn't. they? They were at like a boathouse. It's just like, come to my cabin. It's on uh, Lake Placid. Also, I in the movie, the Whomping Willow was like whooping ass. Um, but in the book, Whomping Willow was just, you know, protecting the passage. Yeah, it was so interesting that like in the in the movie, it was like disrooting the ground, grabbing people, throwing them. Yeah. Whereas, yeah, in the book, it was it really just went off to keep you away from the tree. Like the yeah. tree didn't seem to give a fuck about Hogwarts. The tree cared about the tree. Yeah. Like it was like, don't touch me. Fuck you. And speaking of trees, I don't know why I said that, but the Elder Wand oh. in uh, oh. in the movie versus the book. Well, it's made of wood. Um, well, yeah, it's, el- it's the Elder tree. Wand is uh, at the end of the book is it is returned to Dumbledore's tomb. That's right. And in the movie, he snaps it in half and chucks it over the edge. And he also. In the book, he used it to repair his old wand. And we don't see him do that here. So what, you just fucking don't have a wand? And by the way, Ollivander's dead. So like, is Ollivander's dead. No, he's not dead. Oh, he's not dead? Oh, he's He's alive. alive. That's right. Okay. So you're just going to get a new second great, like second rate wand. Mm -hmm. Oh, Oh, and and, and in this, um, the Malfoys tiptoe off. In the movie, they tiptoe off. And in the book, you just kind of... Don't hear what happens. Don't to hear the anything. Although now it's like you gotta wonder. Well, did they show older Malfoy at the end scene? Yeah, we they saw did. him very quickly. There was no, but there was no like. Uh, in the book, it it made it seem like they had um more of an understanding of one another. Where in the movie, it was just kind of like, oh, I see you, I see you, and that's it. Yeah, it was. Let me ask you the scene where he. Gets Avada Kedavra. Mm-hmm. Um, also, Dumbo. I mean, God damn it. Voldemort didn't make the big stink of 
Harry Potter was killed trying to flee. Like, I felt like in the book, he really tried yeah, to be he like, really tried he to was leaving you all to fend for yourselves. Um, the scene where he dies and goes to whatever that fucking purgatory is. Do you. Did, was that how you were picturing it? Um, not really, but that 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 didn't do anything for me. It didn't move the needle either way. Um, yeah, um, it was that was like inconsequential to me. Did anybody do we know what happened to like the Marauders map? Is anyone he, they were using it? Harry was like gave it to them at the end. He's like, oh, to his kid. When they were remember when they went looking for? Oh, no, I mean like really. Ultimately, yeah, no. Hmm. Um. Here are here's uh here is uh. Here are some other things that some websites pointed out. Uh, Bill Weasley, the scar on his face. Oh, that's what Bill Weasley shows up for the first time in this movie. Already has those scars on his face. He goes, like, oh, I got him from a guy named Greyback. Yeah, Harry was there. Like, he was fighting in Hogwarts in the books. This yeah. is just like an, like an after fact. And also, do we ever meet Fenrir Greyback in the in the movie, yeah, we did at the we did in the but in barely. The, there were some like what I thought. This one really we just saw him scenes. snacking on a girl, and then um, and then I think it was Ginny who blasted him away. Oh, also at the wedding, Harry was disguised in the book as like just generic Weasley. Oh yeah, in this one he's just fucking. He's just he's out just Harry, open, yeah. like just yeah. fucking. Ugh. Um. Uh, there. This was one thing that I read the. So that little slice of mirror that Harry had, the two-way mirror. Um, oh, that he had originally gotten from Sirius? Yeah. But they don't ever justify that in the movie. It's yeah. just a mirror that he happens to have. Yeah. They never like they never showed him getting the mirror from Sirius yeah. at all in the movie. So now he just has this thing that fucking Aberforth bought from Mundungus. And it's fucking... This is one thing we talked about when it was filming, um, is that... It was never established that if you now say the name Voldemort, Snatchers will come and get you. Yeah, there was no, like, they definitely made it, if you knew that and you really paid attention, you saw that, like, yeah. they, people, Death Eaters, Snatchers would appear when Voldemort had been said, but they didn't talk about the taboo. No. Even the, like, radio thing was, like, it was just always there, whereas... Mm -hmm. They didn't have it in the book until Ron showed up and he's like, here's a thing and you have to like mm -hmm. magically tap it. And remember they had like run into Tonks's dad yeah. and Dean Thomas on the run. Yeah. And you didn't we see didn't get any, any of, of that. that. No. It was interesting just having them. Uh, and I think it's interesting how they use this as an element to convey how serious it was and how many people were dying was just having the radio play when it was kind of cutting scenes. That was interesting. Listing yeah. names yeah. of people who Here, died here's yeah. the people who have died today yeah um uh there was no in when they go to godric's hollow there's no shrine there yeah. to his parents in the book there was a thing where you walk up to a certain fountain and it changes if you're a wizard yeah, into you never, you never knew how like connected he really was yeah it doesn't it, like he goes this is where it happened they show the like burnt down house but you don't get the real i don't know also for some reason in the book, I was picturing that you didn't actually see Bethilda Bagshot's face. I was thinking it was like a hooded figure, but maybe that was just the, my own kind of interpretation of it. Where in this one, it was very clearly an old woman and then the snake like breaks out of her. That was, uh, that was 
the way they did it in the movie is kind of the way I imagined it in the book. Okay. That then that might have just been Yeah, they also didn't go didn't they go in disguise to Godric's Hollow? Or they were under under the they, invisibility they cloak. The invisibility cloak. Oh, well, and that's what made it weird another, too, yeah. is that that fucking okay, this invisibility cloak that is like the Deathly Hollows, like no one can see, but a fucking they snake were, disguised as a woman. But they had said very early on in the books, um, when he was under it and Mrs. Norris comes by that like she reacted and he and Harry's like Harry realized he doesn't know if it's invisible to animals maybe that was supposed to be like a oh that's interesting like a little tiny baby hint of like this is not a regular person yeah but also they didn't touch on how big of a deal that invisibility cloak was that is the one th- the the because like, you learned about the the other elements of of deathly hollows of the deathly hollows but you it was just mentioned. The cloak was just mentioned, but it wasn't um, it wasn't really elaborated on. And I think that could have. Yeah. Having that scene with like, I think it was with I almost said obvious doge. But what I meant was Xenophilius Lovegood. Him go like, but have you ever seen an invisibility cloak like that? And that's when they realized like, oh, this is oh, shit. Thing that is that other people have seen. And also I saw someone um in the chat say they actually did use polyjuice potion that's what i thought of like old older people who are just from the village to go visit godric's hollow oh yeah oh and also the way they did the poly the i guess it just would have been a lot of time elaborating on like plans and they're like it's a movie we don't need to show them planning but Mm -hmm. the way they got the parts to polyjuice the people they snuck into the ministry as Mm -hmm. was different yeah in the movie, like they just sort of like grabbed people at yeah. There's just it felt three like people. At random. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas in the book, it felt like they had like scoped these people out. Yeah, they, they definitely showed path. more plotting and planning. Um, that was funny though. Doing that, watching the toilet scene. Yeah, the toilet scene was really funny. I was like, oh, this is gonna be this will be entertaining. And then, um, well, there's a few more things, but we're gonna take uh, one more break, and then we'll come back and we'll wrap up our feelings on the book versus the movie. Fuck. Yeah, and that this is the last uh, last movie. Harry Potter book was better, so we'll be right back. All right, we're back, and over the break, we really got caught on like some invisibility cloak stuff. And the, just the Deathly Hollows in general. So they tell the story of the Deathly Hollows, but what they don't go into is, um, first of all, they just really underutilized, I think, the invisibility cloak in general in the series, as far as the movies are concerned. Mm-hmm. And in the scene where he's entering the Forbidden Forest to go meet with Voldemort, mm-hmm. in the movies, he goes in with the invisibility cloak. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, he on his way there, he like, figures up the snitch thing and says, I'm about to die. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is funny. In the book, he goes, I'm about to die. And in the movie, he's like, I'm ready to die. Yeah. I don't know why they switched the language to that. Like, what? That wasn't that big of a switch. Why did they have to choose? I think because they, maybe because they didn't feel like with everything that they cut into different in the movies, they didn't make it clear what a sacrifice this was. Yeah. And why that's like, part of the reason well well, i mean i guess they it they didn't it didn't have a payoff because first of all he gets 
the resurrection stone. Mm-hmm. His family surrounds him. Immediately drops the resurrection stone. Yeah. <laughs> By the he way, I did not p- picture the resurrection stone like it was in the movie. No, like a square. Like it's like a perfectly cut. Yeah, like a crystal. Yeah. I, I in the movie I was picturing like a like a chunk of or in the book I was picturing like a chunk of coal. Yeah, me too. Like a, like a shitty stone. Like a like if I went to a fucking river and just picked out a stone that that's the stone. Yeah, and it's like oh this was like. Like a di- yeah, diamond cut. That's the cut. sort of thing that somebody could easily find. Yeah. And like That would really stick out. The family comes and they're like, we'll be here with you till the end. And then he immediately drops it and they're gone. Um, he didn't have to find anyone. By-, by the way, he knew exactly where to go. He didn't follow two Death Eaters anywhere. Yeah. They were because in the book, there's like two Death Eaters who are on the lookout. And they're like, I guess he's not coming. The boss is going to be mad. We better go back. Oh, Yeah. There and was that moment that they didn't have in the the movie. We do see Voldemort say, like, I really thought he'd come. <laughs> that was funny. so funny. But he also you you don't see um in the movie, you don't see uh Bellatrix die and Voldemort get really upset. You see her die, but you don't see him You don't see him get bummed out about it. No, that's like so he true. in the book it was like such a big deal. That was his like most faithful death eater and he's like fuck but like yeah there she just dies and he's too busy fucking off i don't know oh and the, at the the scene at the end where he gives the whole speech about there's gonna be no more houses and no more need for the sorting hat because from now on everyone's a slytherin that was in the book not in the movie oh yeah also in the book he puts the sorting hat on neville's head and it sets, sets it on, on fire, fire which yeah. doesn't happen yeah that would have been i don't I, I was not anticipating they would do that in the movie that is some dark shit i mean that yeah that would have been fucking hard to watch yeah that would have been and and then uh, you know neville pulls the oh and neville got never got the instructions that he had to he's, kill nagini he never heard yeah. he never bumped Harry into was Harry. never like hey listen I'm going, but like, uh, if you could just let Ron, which and is a cool know. moment in the book, because you have this moment with Neville where, because first of all, Harry didn't talk to anyone in the book. Yeah. He put on the invisibility cloak and walked, walked himself in. out. Yep. And then he saw Neville and just for a moment revealed himself. And there was sort of this like implied understanding that Neville like knew that Harry was going and not going to come back. Like that yeah. was like the, like that Neville knew that Harry was telling him this because Harry's going to face this situation. And probably never come back. And Neville took that very seriously. But like him going to fucking going into the forest. No invisibility cloak. He just walks up. I don't know. I just. Also, I think because we made so many jokes about it when we were reading it or when we were doing the the recording about the actual reading of the chapters when Dumbledore like kind of comes over the PA at Hogwarts and he's like, Voldemort. Hey guys, my God again, when Voldemort kind of comes over the PA and he's like, Hey guys. Oh, oh yeah. They're like, uh, if Harry Potter doesn't reveal himself in the movie, they did this thing. where like, like kind of like creepy, ominous voice, but it also was like some people for some people, the voice was like a dog whistle or something. Like some people were like, Oh, oh yeah, their like, hands oh, on their ears, God, yeah, yeah, yeah. but not everybody. Yeah. So I don't know what the fuck that was supposed to imply where some people, yeah, that was, yeah, that was there was no reason. I there was no reason I understood that that was happening. No. And also Dumbledore makes it very clear, you know, once Harry meets him in the before the afterlife, all white King's Cross whatever that these three things together make someone the master of death. Uh-huh. 
and that he has this moment of like, you know, where I did fuck up is that I had possession of these things and I thought I had him, you know, selfishly thought like, oh, maybe I, I won't have to die. Like he's, he's like, I was just as bad as Voldemort, but instead of Horcruxes, I was going at after the hollows. hollows and no one can be a master of death unless they're willing to die. And that's why you are the only person fit to possess these. Yeah. Which was like, I think so. It's such a big deal. And yeah. in the movie, they're just like, like, yeah, there was no payoff at all. It's like, why even, what's the point of even talking about naming something the Deathly Hollows? Yeah, it was so, I don't know. And also the way to bounce back to speaking of Deathly Hollows, Xenophilius Lovegood. It's sort of like the the way, death- Xenophilius Lovegood, way hotter in the movies than I was anticipating. What a fucking smoke show. That's oh. so funny. Oh, he had fucking Malfoy vibes. He had daddy Malfoy He did vibes have Malfoy vibes, time. so I get why you're saying that because I know yeah, that you yeah, think yeah, that yeah. fucking yeah. Lucius Malfoy. Lucius talk. Malfoy and and z- that's my new that's my new spit roast. But those two daddies. I in- lost my other two daddies. I know, and I just have to these these blonde fucking traitors. They the Death Eaters come. Does someone say Voldemort? Is that why they come? Because in the movie, yeah. they discover, like, it gets eerie. Like, they discover Luna's room is, like, empty. Yeah. Not in the movie, the book, excuse me. Luna's yeah. room's empty, and they're like, kind of what's going on? And he, he's like, I'm sorry. Yeah, he sent out, like, You see, movies, like, a crow or, like, a bird yeah. or something? Like, it was almost like he was sending out a message. But, but then at some point he says Voldemort, and then the fucking Death Eaters They swoop in, and yeah. you don't really ever find out what what happened because of that and i liked in the book how he came clean about it and he's like i'm sorry i'm you know he does sort of come clean about it right at the last minute in the in the movie but in the book he's like i'm desperate they took my luna yeah and hermione first of all that snaggle horn crank horn what is it called cackle the thing that explodes crumple horn whatever explodes and then uh you know, they're under the rubble and, and hidden from the Death Eaters and they have to, like, get out. But I liked in the book how Hermione has this plan to we will fall and disapparate just in time so that they see us, so that they know mm-hmm. that Xenophilius wasn't lying and saying he had Harry Potter just to try to get his daughter back. So there's this moment of, like, I don't know what the right word is. Mercy or mm-hmm. understanding. Yeah. Empathy. Empathy. Compassion. Compassion. There's... But speaking of Luna Lovegood, in the movie, they make her have a love story with Neville. Oh, yeah. He's like, I have to tell Luna how I feel. And that's not a thing in the book. Not also, if you want to get fucking real nerdy and real deep and you talk to people like, what is the lore of the book? Neville ends up with Hannah Abbott, a Hufflepuff. Uh, so this fucking, I mean, we all wanted it. We all wanted Luna and Neville to be a thing. It makes sense in our minds. But the reality is Luna ends up alone with 800 crumple corn snack cats or whatever. Oh, Luna. She's she, going to be an animal hoarder. She, you know, I wonder what Luna goes on oh, to do. Luna also helps him figure out uh, Harry in the movie. She helps Harry figure out the diadem. She's like, Harry, why are you going there? Harry, no, listen to me. What did, what did uh, so-and-so say about in living memory? Is, isn't that also her in the book, though? I thought she said I don't something. Think she helped in living either. memory... Um, or maybe he he figures out and he approaches her to ask about the ghost. Maybe um, I don't remember. And then in this in the movie, the ghost is like, "Yeah, I'm really good friends with uh, Luna." 
How does he get to they Ravenclaw? Never to the they Ravenclaw never go Tower. to Ravenclaw Tower. They never. He never makes. Oh it my god! Away. Okay, so I can't believe I like oh, forgot no this. Uh, no Caros. There's no Caros. The professor. You don't see them. You don't. He, they never go to Ravenclaw Tower, which it works out in the movie. Like the Rowena, you know, Rowena's daughter says something, but like you don't get the story of her being murdered by Bloody Baron. No. First of all, also you don't get that moment of Cho Chang being like, "I can take you to the Ravenclaw Tower," and and Ginny being like, like, "Luna will take you." Yeah. Like, uh, there's no, you don't see that moment of like jealousy, uh-huh. whatever. You don't even have the moment of them, you know, Ginny trying to go out in the fight and everyone being like, no, you have to stay here. You're underage. Yeah. You, you, also, the way it was portrayed in the movie is that it, she took part in the battle. Also in the movie, was it made clear that when they come through the portrait from Aberforth that they're even in the room of requirement? Because they don't make people leave the room yeah, they, of requirement to go back to find the diadem. Yeah, and they also don't smuggle any students back through the painting. No, All to get people out of there. the are running wild. And then the Slytherin students, they put in the dungeons. Yeah, instead of escorting them out of the building, which is kind of huge because somebody points out... Uh, I think it's Aberforth. It was like, you just let all those Slytherins go. Their parents are Death Eaters. That's collateral. You could have used them as like hostages in, in the book. And Harry goes, you know, yeah. Albus Dumbledore never would have done that. But in this, they just fucking put them in the dungeons. Like, I don't know. I still can't get over the fact that Crab or Goyle, one of them went to jail. It's yeah. so funny. Oh, when, um, when Hagrid is carrying Harry, his dead body, and oh, he yeah. sees the centaurs. And he's like in the book. In the book, he's like, "See, look what you." Uh. Oh yeah, he gets so mad. He's like, "Look what happened because of you. Because you refused to help us." And you don't get the fucking raining of centaurs coming in on the Death nope, Eater. Nothing. Which it's like I want to see. It's kind of like fucked that at the end they like the producers of this also cut out the importance of other magical creatures. You know, yeah. <laughs> like that they're like, ah, uh, yeah, no, but the Death Eaters are right. They it's all really had no care for magical creatures. <laughs> oh, Hagrid. Fuck. I mean, all in all, the fact that they split it into two movies, I know I said this at the beginning, but to circle back, they did a pretty good job. They did a pretty good job. They did a better job with this book and the two movies than they did with any of the other movies. I also thought, you know, the cinematography and the way things were shot on this was fucking epic. Mm-hmm. Like, there was just sort of this overarching, like, overarching, like, arching. What is that word? We're fucking, oh, I don't know how to say words. There was, like, a darkness to the way it was shot mm-hmm. in a way that I feel like we didn't get in previous movies. Mm-hmm. Just some type of the way they did the lighting or the filtering that mm-hmm. gave it this extra... Just this extra push of this. These are fucking dark times. Mm-hmm. And I really appreciated that. Yeah. I mean, all in all, it was my favorite. These were my favorite two of all the movies. For sure. And yeah, I book, think I heard, these are was, good movies. This book was had so much in it. It was crazy. Yeah. Like from the get from the get go, from the jump, whatever you want to call it. It was just slamming and jamming and you know yeah well you know what also i just realized we didn't get speaking from the get-go you don't get they didn't really touch on it wasn't clear that mundungus was with moody and had fucking disapparated in the books and you don't see snape casting the one curse and missing and hitting you never get that payoff it's just somebody fucking blew off george's ear yeah uh yeah all in all the book was good. still better. The book was still better, but they did a good job. It was a lot closer than the previous ones. Definitely. 
Yeah. And I guess that's kind of all we have. Listen, you guys, we're going to put out one more episode. It'll be out on Saturday when they normally drop uh, of us. Just I'm going to talk to Nicole about just the whole series, how she's feeling, how we're feeling after having closed everything out, read this for the first time. Uh, not the first time for me, obviously. Uh, and and yeah, we are. Uh, this has been I want to hear how, how it was for you reading it a second time yeah. as an adult. So uh, tune in for that. Yeah, tune in later this week, and thank you for listening to this. We love you guys. Don't forget to follow us at Two Filthy Nerds. And again, congratulations to our winner, Matthew Burbank. Yep, and our second place winner, John Krug. We cannot wait. By the way, you can still join the Patreon and get invited to um, to the park. I think we're probably closing the the. Like if someone's not a member now, yeah, you've lost. You, we've closed the. We'll get you. Like, you have to have already been a member for us to pay for your ticket at the level that we're willing to pay for a ticket, which is one of the higher levels. But um, everyone is invited, so you can still join and come fucking join us next early next year at Universal Studios. It's gonna be a badass time. We're gonna be a fucking crazy group drinking butter beer, riding. Rides. It's gonna be very fun. We're gonna have matching t-shirts. Oh yeah, I'm gonna be bitching about how hot it is. I'm gonna have an umbrella to keep myself out of the sun. And they're gonna be like, I'm gonna be tampering that umbrella in I'm here, and then we have to listen to her so go. So much sunscreen. You can't. I'm gonna be like, you can't force me to get skin cancer and get old. Um, uh, it's gonna be, it's gonna be uh, a joyous time. It's gonna be fun. So, anyways, we love you guys. We'll see you next time. Doodles. This has been a Two Filthy Nerds production. <laughs>